Greetings, dear ones. I am Cryon, the magnetic service. My partner steps aside to such a degree that he has the ability, if he wishes, to listen or not. There was a time when he was glued to the message to make sure it was okay and had integrity. Now he knows it does. He relaxes with what's to come, especially this one. I want to talk personally to you about what you believe. I want to introduce to you a concept that you didn't expect. Beautiful. Dear ones, as human beings, you learn certain ways. When you were a child, most of your learning was by what was taught. What your parents gave you, what they taught you, what you learned in school. Your minds were like sponges and they took it all in. It shaped the way you thought and what you did and what you believed. When you became older, you had your own experiences to alter that. You had free choice to move, perhaps in a slightly different way than your parents gave you. And that became more conceptual. So you can see there are really a number of ways to learn. Most learning is done in a linear fashion, and it still is. Let us say that there was a concept of enlightenment that was new and that you wanted to know about for it expanded the horizons of what you thought. And so you would then go to a meeting with pencil in hand. You'd go through the processes, the steps you would learn, you'd write, you study, you practice. That's linear. It's tough to teach in a non-linear way, if not impossible. This is not an indictment of the process. It's an exposure of a new way of thinking. An exposure of non-linear teaching and receiving. And we've got some examples. And then something I want to tell you as well. It cannot be a process, dear ones. It cannot be a process. And everything to this point has been one. My partner, in his linear way, has put the items on the board for you to see. Number one, number two, number three. It's the best he can do. Although they are conceptual, he still puts them one at a time on the board. Even in that, there's a bias for the one at the top is supposed to be the more important, the one at the bottom the least. It's not that way. But that is the bias of how the human learns. 
almost everyone in here has had the beauty the opportunity at some age to fall in love I would love to take you there now and remembrance if you're not already aware what that was like everything was fine <laughs> didn't matter whether you had food the next day or not didn't matter what your friends thought or not you were glued to the other person and you were in love and if it was reciprocated to the same degree the world was perfect didn't matter who was fighting who or what was on the news that day it didn't matter because there was a concept that was not a process that is unexplainable that you were sitting in the middle of it and cooperating with the other a state of mind and if I ask you right then do you believe in love you would give me a treatise poetry would flow out of you even if you weren't a poet because of what you were feeling belief was 100% and you never wrote anything down you never went to a workshop now this is what I want to show you there are stages of belief but they're none a process not one is a process you're reaching an evolutionary stage of development where you cannot learn the same kind of things in a linear way now don't get me wrong the teacher can present them in a linear way give them to you so that you can process and not become a process <laughs> you can cognize them a new word cognize means that you pull them to yourself you experiment with them until they are you you don't learn them you become them so the best teachers may give you linear things but you're going to have to take those linear things and cognize them as a way of being eventually there'll be ways of teaching that are quantum where you sit and absorb and there are no lists on the board that's coming now where is this going let's say I ask you a question right now now this is a rhetorical question you don't have to answer it but I would like you to think of it as a real question or set of questions that you answer not out loud but almost I want you to think the answer and it starts easy do you believe in God and you will say yes and then it starts to get harder do you believe you have a purpose in life that is related to the creator do you believe in energies do you believe you lived before do you believe there are energies in your DNA you're not aware of do you believe 
that you were seeded from those from another planet? Do you believe the galaxy teems with life? Do you believe that sound and color can change the personality of a human being? Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe that consciousness will win over matter? Could you create things out of nothing with your mind? Could a group of human beings with pure intent change the weather, yes or no? Now, here's what happens. Even in an astute group like this who has traveled all of the distance, genuine light workers, pure intent, in love with God, you'll all say yes to all of them. I know who you are, and I know you don't mean it. Is that shocking to you? Here is a new concept, and I want you to think about this. When you were little, and you were uncertain, if you were fortunate to have loving parents, they'd take your hand and all was well. If you were afraid to go to new places or it was, was upsetting or frustrating because you didn't know what was happening, you could always reach up and take your father's hand or your mother's hand and it was fine. But they were a shield against that which was uncertain and eventually moved you through it. And as they moved you through it, you cognized it. It became your reality. And the next time you were not as afraid. Some of you have lost the parents that did that. Some of you know that you have become your own hand to hold. There is no one bigger. Or is there? I want to invite you to a new concept. Listen to me. When I ask the question, do you believe in this and that and this? When spirit asks the question, do you believe in this or that? It's not the voice in the sky judging you. I want you to be able to say and have the right to say, I'm not certain. I'm not certain. And at that moment in time, you can take the hand of God in any metaphor you want to until you are certain until it's been proved or disproved and you can take your time here is what I want to tell you you're linear you expect there's some kind of a flash bulb of cognization that when you brought into the love of God and you realize there's more that everything is supposed to come with it Instantly, you believe in the strangest things you can imagine. And you sit there and you say yes to everything because if you don't, somehow it just doesn't work. Here's the concept. You have the right to say I'm not sure. And when you do, there is a process, yes, from spirit called love 
It is a way of being that takes you by the hand and helps you with the things that you're not sure of. My partner doesn't like talking about himself, so I'm not going to use him in a littler little fashion. I'm going to give a metaphor about my partner. He's happy with that. When the engineer was looking at Cryon, he laughed. For it was not his reality. He was practical and stubborn. Now that he's a light worker, he's practical and stubborn. <laughs> you see, those don't matter. He was looking for a house in the fog. A house he was told was there. He was told he was there by his spiritual guidance. That is when I first came into his life with the concept of benevolence and love and largeness of spirit. He felt it. He wanted more and he looked for it. There are those who told him not to look for the house in the fog because if he found it, it would grab him and take his soul. But he looked. He couldn't help but look because it felt so good. As an engineer in simplicity, he wanted to find the house in the fog, open the door, and feel he was home. It's a metaphor. Eventually he did. He couldn't see the house until he got right up to it. So shrouded was it was, it was. He was told pure intent. He had to ask. He had to want to. It wasn't going to show itself. He had to search, and he did. He opened the door, and he found the house, and there he was in the house of the fog. And there were all those around him and said, wait till you see the rooms. Oh, they're filled with magic. And this is where my partner had the problem. Because right there, if I ask him the question, do you believe in God? He'd say, yes, with all that is in me. Do you believe God loves you? Yes. Do you believe God is a part of you? Yes. Do you believe in this energy that is the creative source and that you are part of it? Yes, I can feel it. I am that. Do you believe in reincarnation? No. Why? I'm not sure. <laughs> what about sound and color healing? I'm not sure. What about the ability to, to create things with your reality? I'm not sure. My partner began channeling without ever entering the rooms. It took him years to open the door to past lives. Years to go into some of the other things that some of you are so intimate with and natural with and the engineer struggled. And what we told him then 
as we held his hand. If you want to enter the houses that you're uncertain of, we'll be there to hold your hand until you are sure. Or until you shut the door. Complete and total free choice to go at your own pace to the things that perhaps are more advanced in what you call the knowledge of the way things work. My partner found out quickly that there are stoppers. That is things that will stop you from ever opening the door to the next houses. You may stay there and say, God is real. God is in my life. I believe. And that's it. I'm not going to go any farther. Sometimes it's peer pressure in society that tells you not to. And that creates fear. But that's not the worst one, dear ones, because we are filled in this room with warriors of the light. And a warrior will pierce through and not be afraid. That's not the worst one. The worst one is what happens when you get there and you fall into the linear trap of humanism. Now you see it. Now you try it. And now you're worried about everything. I'm not doing it right. This doesn't seem to be working. I've done A, B, and C. I did not get D like I was told. Since I didn't, I'll try something else. Or worse, I didn't, I didn't achieve it correctly. Or worse, I didn't do it right. Now I'm in trouble. How do I undo this? Cry on. <laughs> like God has a blackboard checking things off that you're doing right and wrong. When your mother and your father took your hand when you were distressed, were they checking off a blackboard or were they just trying to help you? I want to tell you something, warrior. I want the warrior to become a warrior. Stop it. Stop judging you because God does not do it. Why should you? This is linear human programming. And you don't need it. It's okay not to be certain. In fact, it's time to be honest. And here are the questions yet again. Now sit there in all love and honesty with yourself. Don't lie to yourself. And every single answer that you have for yourself, God is there listening and smiling because the answers are already known. The hand comes down for any of you with an answer that perhaps is different than the first time. Do you believe in a benevolent creator that is inside you? Do you believe that creator loves and cares about you? Do you believe you've lived before? Here we go. Is there any evidence in your life that you might be able to change who you are by pulling upon the past akash of who you used to be? And the more complex and conceptual it gets, the more you're able to say, 
I'm not certain. And I want you to be able to say that. This is how it works. It's not a process. You cognize things because over time you experience intuitive thought. And over a period of time, these things make sense as you connect the dots and you're no longer afraid. Soon they become your reality. Often there is a hierarchy of how long it takes. Slowly, little by little, the man in the chair is the example. In his stubbornness, in his practicalness, he opened those houses of magic so slowly that only a few years ago were they all opened. Now he has a complete picture and he teaches it as a complete picture. But if anyone were to tell him that he had to believe in all of them, he would never have even found the house in the fog. Dear ones, the message today it's okay not to be certain. There's a hand that you can take that'll walk you right through it, step by step, piece by piece, at your own rate, while you continue to love God. That's all we care about, that you find the seed inside, the seed that is the creator. Blessed are the ones in the chairs and listening to this who have gotten what I'm talking about now. This is the land where we can speak these truths and you would understand them. And so it is.